Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? Uh, yeah. It's Q&A Saturday. That is right. We're talking about Satan. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit, I totally forgot Satan came. That's amazing. I didn't I When it came up the first time, I was like, Oh, man, we need to dig into this shit. Mm -hmm. That was so early in the week. I was like, I forgot. I totally forgot about Satan. Awesome. How can you forget about Satan? I didn't. Fuck. I took notes. You took notes? I took notes. Good notes? Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Well, are you ready to go talk about Satan? I am ready to talk about Satan. Let's go talk about Satan. Satan. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, let's talk about Satan. Okay. Are you talk- ready? Yeah, I'm ready to talk about Satan. What do you know about him? I know that Satan is like the biggest, baddest, worst thing in the Bible that Christians always talk about. He's the big bad. This is Satan, for Christ's sake. <laughs> he is also known as the devil in yes, the Bible. Yes, And those are used um, interchangeably. Right. And he is also sometimes called Lucifer. Yeah. So all of those things are um, interchangeable. interchangeable names. Yeah. Yes. For the okay. same dude. Right. Okay. And there's other things that kind of half reference, mm-hmm. maybe sort of kind I'm, of. I'm going to get oh, to okay. that. All right. Okay. Good stuff. Satan is an entity in the Abrahamic religions that seduces humans into sin or falsehood. You know, what's funny, a lot of uh, Christians think that atheists are Satan worshippers mm-hmm. who eat fucking babies. I know. And that's just a bunch of bullshit. Uh, yeah. Like, just for just for the record, any Christians out there listening currently, we do not eat babies and we are not Satan worshippers. Because we don't believe in Right. Satan. <laughs> the whole point of being a fucking atheist is you don't believe in... Higher powers. Yeah. Magical beings. That includes fucking Satan. Sky daddies and underworld baddies. Right. Yeah. yeah. So in Judaism, Satan is seen as an agent subservient to God. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to get back to that in a minute. That almost sounds like he works for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Well, I will get into that in a minute, but you know, Lucifer is um, one of God's angels who fell. Right. Right. right, So, yeah, yeah, he would work for God. Right. But, I mean, most people put them at odds, though. Right. So. Right. Just saying. Exactly. The term may also be taken as a metaphor for someone with an evil inclination. Got it. So. Um, sometimes you will say in the, in the Bible, it will say something about the devil and they mean a specific, um, entity that, that is doing the tempting. And then other times they mean that you are of the devil, meaning you're acting like the devil, basically. You're just evilly. Got it. You're doing evil. Right. Stop. Yeah. So in Christianity and Islam, Satan is usually seen as a fallen angel Mm -hmm. or a jinn, like a, a genie. Yeah. Evil spirit, right? Who has rebelled against God? 
where God nevertheless allows him temporary power over the fallen world and a host of demons. Temporary power, huh? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. How temporary was it? Uh, I don't know. Depends on the story. Gotcha. And there are a ton. I, I mean, I can only imagine... Based on how many stories there are today, right? Of Satan and how many songs and everything. Like I started the fucking Satan Satan um, music list on my on my uh, Google Music. Thing. Oh, did you really? Yeah, just oh, to see how, how far I, I only came up with three songs so far. That's cool. But, yeah, I was. Do you like, remember any of them? Uh, Devil wears a suit and tie, um, and then the devil went down to Georgia. Yes, that was another yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, there's some other ones that I right, I could have put on there, but I. They were just not my genre style that oh. I usually like. I want to make them things that I like. So, Got it. No, but I want to see how far I can get. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's really cool. Right. Um, you guys know we love pop culture references here. So if you want to recommend some good songs that. Yeah. Um, send me some good devil songs. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, to continue in the Quran, um, Satan is an entity made of fire who was cast out of heaven because he refused to bow before the newly created Adam. And he incites humans to sin by infecting their minds with evil suggestions. I get that. Like, why would, like, you're being forced to bow before Adam? You're just right. a dude made from dust. Fuck you, man. Right? Like, I have been here for an eternity and my wings are fucking awesome. You see these powers I got, you stupid fuck? Yeah. What do you, what? No, I'm not bowing before your That's ass. That's ridiculous. It's dumb. Yeah. God, go piss up a rope, man. Yeah. I can see why Lucifer fell. Right. He's like, nah. Yeah. Nah, bro. Cool yeah. story, this bro. Is not, this is not cool. <laughs> this, is, this is not okay. God, did you bow before him? No, I'm, I'm not fucking bowing. Yeah. So although the book of Genesis does not mention him, Christians often identify the serpent in the mm. Garden of Eden as Satan. You don't say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I... Don't subscribe to that because why wouldn't they just out and say it? Right, know? right. Like they're telling. Well, the there's a lot story. of things that when you get into Christianity mm-hmm. that aren't outright said in the Old Testament, but they still ascribe these things to them. Right. So right. that's true. Satan's appearance is never described in the Bible, but since the ninth century, he has often been shown in Christian art with horns, cloven hooves, unusually hairy legs. And a tail, often naked and holding a pitchfork. Yep. And these are an amalgam of traits, meaning a combination of various traits, derived from various pagan deities, including Pan, Poseidon, and Bess. And you better believe I'm going to get into Bess at some point because I didn't know that one. Mm, okay. So I'm not doing that this episode. I did not have a chance to look up who the fuck is Bess. Right, right. But best believe. <laughs> <laughs> So the Hebrew term Satan is a generic noun meaning accuser or adversary and is derived from a verb meaning primarily to obstruct or oppose. Okay. And in early books of the Bible, like in 1 Samuel, it refers to human adversaries. But then in later books, especially like in Job and Zechariah, it refers to a supernatural entity. Okay. So it just depends. Sure. And... Um, I've told you about the book of Job before, yeah, right? Where yeah. Where basically God and the devil make a bet kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah. So the first occurrence of the word Satan in the Hebrew Bible in reference to a supernatural figure figure comes from Numbers chapter 22, verse 22. Really? Which I don't recall. I don't either. 
but they might have said something else in our interpretation. That's true. That's true. But that's when he's first mentioned, which describes the angel of Yahweh confronting Balaam on his donkey. Balaam's departure aroused the wrath of Elohim, and the angel of Yahweh stood in the road as a Satan against him. Oh, as an opposer. Mm -hmm. So not necessarily Satan, but he was opposing Balaam. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so this isn't Satan, Satan. This is just an opposer. The, the yeah. noun that the Hebrew yeah. used. They're like, this Satan. angel's being a Satan. So then, um, also in 1 Samuel, um, in chapter 2, it describes the sons of Eli as sons of Belial, which we did a Q&A on that because yeah. we were like, what the fuck is Belial? Right. And later usage of this word makes it clearly a synonym for Satan. Okay. Which I do recall that. Right. So further in 1 Samuel, Yahweh sends a, quote, troubling spirit to torment King Saul as a mechanism to ingratiate David with the king. Okay. I kind of don't remember that. I don't. I'm not, not off the top of my head. I don't recall that one. But I'm sure that that could make some sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And in 2 Samuel chapter 24, Yahweh sends the, quote, angel of Yahweh to inflict a plague against Israel for three days, killing 70,000 people as punishment for David having taken a census without his approval. I mean, we read that, but I also am the struggling with that of, being... The angel of Yahweh is Hypothetically Satan? Satan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, because but is it just because they're an opposer of human hum, humanity yeah. or Saul or That's what I'm saying. Whatever? Sometimes, sometimes it is a Satan... Or the Satan, like they're talking about just some evil spirit doing humanity harm. Got it. And other times, but working for God. Right, right. And other times it's Satan himself. Okay. But that is more a later Christian thing. And, but I would imagine that Satan himself, quote unquote, mm -hmm. would be more of a, an opposer of God mm -hmm. as opposed to an opposer of humanity or a person. Yes, that is correct. Okay. That is correct. So, First Chronicles repeats that story, but replaces the words angel of Yahweh with an entity referred to as a Satan. And that's hmm. where we just were reading and we're like, um, I'm sorry, what? Right. Because that yeah. was First Chronicles chapter 21. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that is where we are now. Okay, okay? all right, yeah. Um, going back to First Kings, the prophet Micaiah describes to King Ahab a vision of Yahweh sitting on his throne, surrounded by the host of heaven. I remember that. Yeah. And Yahweh asked the host, which of them will lead Ahab astray? And then a spirit whose name is not specified, but who is analogous to the, the Satan, volunteers to be, quote, a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. Got it. And remember, we did a Q&A about that, too. Yeah. And there was no consensus on whether that guy who spoke was actually Satan, a Satan, an angel, what? Well, the, the addition of a Satan versus the Satan, mm -hmm. or the Satan, whatever right. you know, the correct analogy is, or correct, whatever. Right. Um, brain. Um, but <sighs> regardless of the Satan or a Satan, mm -hmm. um, I lost my complete train of thought. You used my brain opposed me. My my brain was Satan just then. It's opposing me. 
you used the wrong article yeah. and then you called the article a pronoun or something. Right. And then you were like, I cannot. No, my brain kept, it got stuck. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what I was going to say now. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. It was going to be something really fantastic and you all really just missed out on something like so amazing. Doubt it. <laughs> Anyways. So the, the Satan appears, the Satan yeah. appears in the book of Job which I mentioned right, earlier, right, yeah. which is a poetic dialogue between God and Satan. That's a nice way to describe what, what <laughs> happened there, which may have been written around the time of the Babylonian captivity, huh, which okay. is interesting since that's about where we're at. Yeah. And in that text, Job is a righteous man favored by Yahweh. And in Job, it describes the sons of God presenting themselves before Yahweh. And Yahweh asks one of them, the Satan, where he has been, to which he replies that he has been roaming about the earth. Mm. And, and that's when God's like, have you checked out my guy, yeah. Job, over here? Right. And that's when that happens. Right. So. God's Not that. He wasn't that favored. He gets the, He's like, yeah, go fuck with him. Yeah. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Very uncool. Right. Um, the book of Enoch, it, which is uh, from the Dead Sea Scrolls. Okay. Um, it contains unique material on the origins of demons and Nephilim. Oh, interesting. Why some angels fell from heaven and an explanation of why the Genesis flood was morally necessary huh. and some prophetic exposition on the thousand year reign of the Messiah. Interesting. Yeah. That's really cool. So the book of Enoch, which the Dead Sea Scrolls revealed, was nearly as popular as the Torah. Wow. In its time. Yeah. Wow. That's what the Dead Sea Scrolls revealed. That it was nearly as popular as the Torah. But then it just disappeared. Um. Yeah. We don't really know. I mean, you know, the Dead Sea Scrolls was a big thing, right? Yeah. So, like, they got rediscovered after mm -hmm. a thousand years or whatever. Well, I mean, think about it. What happened to so many things during the Babylonian exile. Right. That's true. So. That's true. It's amazing that we found anything to begin with. And then that we found some things like the Dead Sea Scrolls later is further amazing. Right, right. I think it's funny because there was a lot of talk about how they're not going to publish these things at the time. Mm -hmm. and, and we're talking 30 or 40 years ago or whatever, right? Right. But, like, there was all kinds of worry about how it would disprove God. And I'm like, well, the Bible does a fine job of that on its own. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really think you can fuck this up anymore. No, no. And, um... Anyway, what, is your God so weak? Right, yeah. Like, is your faith so weak that you can't stand it being shook up by some mere, I don't know, words? Right, right. So, um, the book of Enoch describes a group of 200 angels known as the Watchers who are assigned to supervise the Earth. Which, do you remember that show, Fringe, yes. that we watched? Yeah. And Oh, they had the Watchers. They yeah. had the Watchers yeah, who yeah. were assigned to supervise the Earth, Interesting, right? Yeah. And I wonder if... If this is where they got those from. from. That. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Um, that was a great show, by the by. It was. Um, anyway, the Watchers were assigned to supervise the Earth, but instead abandoned their duties and they have sexual intercourse with human women. Those fuckers. Yeah. Man. So that's what the Book of Enoch talks about. That's how the Nephilim are come oh, about. Oh, okay, okay. And so one member of the group of Watchers, known as Azazel, spreads sin and corruption among humankind. Hmm. And the Watchers are ultimately sequestered in isolated caves across the earth and are condemned to face judgment at the end of time. Oh. And I don't know if you remember, but we were... Be careful were, what caves you crawl into. Well, 
as I was saying, I don't know if you remember, but we are watching like we're towards the end of um, Supernatural. I think there's only like two more seasons that because we're behind. Oh, obviously. obviously. <laughs> yeah. But where we were at, um, that boy, Jack, opened some caves in the ground. Yeah. And that's what he was talking about, letting uh, loose. Okay, okay. So that's yeah, interesting. That is interesting. So the book of Jubilees, which I don't know anything about, was written around 150 BC. Okay. And it retells the story of the Watcher's defeat. But in deviation from the book of Enoch, this guy Mastema, the chief of spirits, intervenes before intervenes before all of their demon offspring are sealed away and he requests that Yahweh let him keep some of them to become his workers. Is this so these are the demons? Mm -hmm. Is that okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah, and the the head guy Mastema is like I'm the master. Right. I'm master Mastema and I need some of these uh uh angel baby bad boy demons right. as my slaves. Right. So Yahweh acquiesces. Huh. And um, Mastema. Even in supernatural entities, slavery mm -hmm. is okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, but this part is so cool. Ready for this? I'm ready. Mastema uses them to tempt humans into committing more sins so that he may punish them for their wickedness. And one of those sins was he induced Yahweh to test Abraham by ordering him to sacrifice what? Isaac. Oh my God. Seriously? <laughs> like, it's an apologist take on the Abraham story? Even? Yes. Yes. That's such bullshit. It, it's not God's fault. He had his arm twisted. That's bullshit. By Mastema. That is bullshit. Right? This all-powerful motherfucking like, It's bullshit enough that there's, there's <laughs> this fucking God that supposedly has control over all of our lives or whatever. And... Whatever. And then he's like, how much and, do you have faith in me? How then, much? How much? Show me. Show me. Kill him. Kill him. Do it. Do it. Do it. Ah, I'm like, just why, kidding. Why, why else would you have an apologist thing written in, a, what was it, 150 AD? Mm -hmm. 80? Okay. Yeah. Why would you have somebody write an apologist account unless, even back then, they were already starting to go, eh, yeah. this stuff is a little, <laughs> God's a little bit of a dick here, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe we should, like, tone them down and give them a reason why that happened because... Yeah. That was a dick move, man. And they were like, how can we make this seem better? And instead they made God seem weak. <laughs> it's just, I mean, but like, okay, but it just it just proves that none of this is real because right. they're just constantly making up excuses for this and that and rewriting. I mean, the shit that we're reading right now with the Chronicler. Yeah. I mean, he's just rewriting what he fucking wants to rewrite. Yep. It's crap. I don't understand why it's included as canon in the Bible. Like, look at this right. rewriting. Yeah. Why? No, I, and I can't imagine being the person sitting there editing a new version of the Bible and saying, yeah, let's just keep this shit in. Whatever. It, right. I mean, it only detracts completely from the other thing. I mean, I can understand <laughs> it if it's like this book is a collection of ancient texts, some of which sure. um, oppose each other. That would be cool if that's how it was introduced. But it's not. It's introduced as this book is the good word. It is God's word. And every every word of it, 100% is true. And you need to believe the whole thing. Right. No, if somebody came up to me and said, hey, I believe in God. Oh, really? Okay. Well, why do you believe in God? And then and, and it wasn't based on the Bible. It was based on feelings and whatever. And they said, and there's this book that we read. And you, know, you kind of have to decide what you think your version of God is. Because there's a lot of people that have different takes in this book, you know? 
that would be somewhat better. Better, than, but still not perfect. Right. Or, the right. Only no, no. Way, yeah. The only way this book, the Bible, is excusable is if you say it is not a story. It is a collection of various stories from dum-dums way back when. Right. Like the collection of Jewish folklore that we're going over in our book club. Or like, like you could just Greek, say it's this is a collection of stupid ass stories. You decide which ones you like. Like, <laughs> like Beowulf and you know the Greek, Roman, and Egyptian gods, and right. you know from the beginning of time, all the dumbest stories. Yeah, yeah. Like which, okay, I just lumped them all together and called them all dumb stories. Some are clearly more interesting than others. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I love Beowulf. Right. Even though it's dull as fuck, right. I love it. The overall and. I love learning about the Greek, Roman, and Egyptian gods. But then we get to the Christian guy and his collection, and it's so messy and stupid. But you know what? We have the benefit. No, well, we have the ill fortune of having a book already written about this, right? Mm -hmm. There's not like a Bible of Greek gods that I know of. Right. It's been stories handed down through all time, right? And they've been written in so many different ways that it's just a matter of a bunch of different, essentially, fables that have been cobbled together and here are the stories of these things. Right. Well, we've been told from, you know, early on in human history that this book of God, quote unquote, is the book of God. The not, one not true a, God. Not a grouping of, of stories about a God that we want to, you know, remember type thing. But this is a book that is either God's word or almost God's word. Right. And we're supposed to take it as such, right? Right. And that's just complete crap. That's not what it is. It's right. not that at all. No. It's a bunch of people trying to explain what God is yeah. in their own fucking words. And then a bunch of other guys saying this story is not cool and then trying to rewrite it. Right, right. Not to redefine God, but to redefine who was living at those times. Yeah, yeah. So stupid. I mean, yeah. Well, let me continue on with my notes. Sure, sorry. No, no, rants are great. In the Middle Ages, Satan played a minimal role in Christian theology and was used as a a comic relief figure Hmm. in mystery plays. Ah. So that's funny. That's funny. During the early modern period, so we're talking like 16, 17, 18, 1900s. Yeah. Um. Satan's significance greatly increased as beliefs such as demonic possession and witch, witchcraft became more prevalent. Yeah. Yeah. That's a period of shame. Right. And then during the Age of Enlightenment, belief in the existence of Satan was harshly criticized by thinkers such as my man Voltaire. <laughs> I love me some Voltaire, y'all. Oh. If you ever want to read a book that is funny as fuck and just smart as anything, read Candide. Yeah. It it is just fantastic. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry. That was off topic. But I just love Voltaire. Right. So anyways, uh, nonetheless, belief in Satan has persisted, as we well know, particularly in the Americas. Mm-hmm. That's oh, a sad how? claim to Tell fame. Tell me all about it. Having said that, most Jews do not believe in the existence of a supernatural omnimalevolent figure. And I really like that word, omnimalevolent. It's a good word. Right? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that the Jewish people don't believe in this, though. It's because they're intelligent. <laughs> they're intellectual, as we talked about last time. Well, they're inquisitive at the very least. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, the Jews also tend to reject any belief in rebel or fallen angels and view evil as abstract, as, as in the case of human adversaries. Sure. So, sure. you know, again, they, they are inquisitive and intellectual and right. view these things as such. Right. So, but um, no, America has fallen in fan, into fantastical, you know, basically God fantasy land. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So stupid. So as I said at the beginning, Satan and devil are terms that are used interchangeably. Um, we've gone over this a little bit before when we talked about Belial and some of the other um, bad boy gods. Um, but devil itself means to slander or slanderer. Okay. Beelzebub, Lord of Flies, is another name he goes by. Yeah. And Abaddon, the Destroyer, is okay. another one. All right. Um, there were a whole bunch of others, but, I mean, we're getting, like, repetitive here, so right. I just cut it to those. Sure. Um, the New Testament Gospels identify Satan and his demons as the causes of illness. Um, there was a bunch of New Testament stuff I did not get into since we are not there yet. Yeah. But I will say this, um, a bunch of stuff in the book of Luke, um, they talk about the devil and his demons being the cause of illnesses, including fever, leprosy, and arthritis. And then the book of Hebrews describes the devil as him who holds the power of death. Hmm. And then last note, apparently Muslims do not regard Satan as the cause of evil, but as a tempter. Who takes advantage of humans' inclinations toward self-centeredness? Hmm. Okay. So, more, yeah. more of a spirit than a um, being. Right. Right. So, yeah, it just sounds like somebody to blame all the problems on to me. But, yeah, you the know, devil whatever. made me do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that that, that's a yeah. It's a trope. It so. is a trope, and it's so stupid. Just take responsibility for your actions, Herschel Walker. You have thousand babies out there, <laughs> and that's. Even including all the abortions you made people have. Right. For God's sakes. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I, it, it would, that was an interesting, I, I learned a lot there. Like, I, did I too. mean, I like the idea that, that Satan came from a, maybe came from a Hebrew word that was, that meant opposer. Yeah. So I'm Which, just gonna, I'm just gonna start people calling people that oppose me like, goddamn Satan. You're a Satan. You're Satan. You're a Satan. You're a Satan. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Well, that was all we had for the Q&A today. That's all I have for the Q&A today. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. And we'll see you tomorrow for Sacrilegious Book Club. And we'll have our weekly replay that day as well. And then we'll be back on Monday with First Chronicles Chapter 26. That is correct. Yay. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? 
Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.